0: K dog
1: is in the building. Yeah, what's going on?
0: What's up? What's good, brother?
1: Uh, you know, just chilling, man. It's Friday, so. Friday, you, know, Bri- yeah. Bri- you know. Have you ever like since this whole thing's been going on? When you get to Friday, is it like, has it been, you know, like, eh, it's just another day? Because you know, especially if you're working from home, you know, you're kind of like, eh. It's Friday.
0: (laughs) Yeah, totally. Because you don't get that break from during the week you're at the office or you're out and about, you're taking care of stuff. And then weekend comes and your home is your sanctuary. And you're like, cool, I get this. But it's like, I'm in my sanctuary seven days a week. So yeah, you're right. Weekend is just kind of like, all right. It's just an extension of your everyday life. It just
1: Yeah, don't get me wrong. I enjoy working from home. You know, I think that's, you know, I think it's fun. You know, it's cool. But but yeah, it's like now when Friday comes, you're like, huh. That's Friday. (laughs) It's Friday, and this week I was
0: jacked up. I was always I was either like a day behind or a day ahead all week long. It was one of those weeks where Tuesday felt like Friday when it was Thursday. I thought it was Tuesday. I was like, you know what? It's. (laughs) I'm like, this is enough. But, um, hashtag.
1: You know one thing that's you know one thing that's been on my mind was that for like the last week or so was your uh, was your confessions thing that you did (laughs) online. You like, no, you like left us on a cliffhanger, you know, what's that? uh, that? You left us on a cliffhanger from your um, juvenile uh, confessions.
2: Say what? (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
0: So, um, well, tell me and I'll, I'll give you the rest of the story.
1: I so what that the the cliffhanger was they weren't calling you back and then they uh, finally got back to you it's like, Oh my phone my phone was yes. my phone was jacked up, I didn't whatever, whatever and then okay. like all right, well you need to call me back and then that's where it kinda like left off. Okay,
0: I'll give you the info on that. So for those of you that don't know, I'm full my full time <laughs> job, I'm a probation officer, I work with juveniles and I have this like running gig or um kind of just I call it juvenile probation officer diaries. That's just my, oh, that's, that's, right, that's, right, like, right, that's right. like my bit, right? So this, la- <laughs> this last week, um, I, uh, this kid is, I, I'm looking for him, I'm calling him because it's COVID, we can't be out checking on him in person. So I'm calling, I'm calling multiple times during the week, no answer, I finally called mom and I'm like, hey, where is so-and-so? Oh, well he left the house like four days ago, and he's an alcoholic and he uh, he lost his job. He didn't, he, they, they fired him. And I was like, okay. So I end up texting him and uh, saying, okay, you need to call me by noon or I'm going to do a warrant first thing in the morning. I would have done a warrant that day, but I was off early. So a, a warrant, mm-hmm. warrant process is a long process, lots of paperwork. It takes Almost an entire day. So I knew I wasn't going to be able to get it done that day. So I said, by noon, you don't contact me. I'm doing a warrant first thing in the morning. Um, this dude is going to text me at 115050 saying, Mark Anthony, um, sorry, my phone's been jacked up. I apologize for not communicating. And then that's when I was like in my head, I'm going to cue the, you know, six 69. So you think I'm dumb, stupid, or dumb? huh? You know what I mean? I'm like seeing that in my head. And uh, I said, no, you need to call me, not text me. By the way, where are you? Crickets. Chirp, chirp. I was like, okay. I said, that's the kind of week it's going to be. So I ended up doing the next morning, just like I said I would. I wrote the uh, I wrote the warrant and the judge ended up signing it. So the warrant is active and homie has an active felony warrant. So good luck to you bro man i know i you know what i i give him i try i got try to give him the opportunity to you know all he had to do was call and reach out and we could have resolved it but no we let's let's take the hard road let's take the the hard route okay that's fine but yeah so that's and
1: even and even with the mom too it's like you he left four days ago and you know that he you know, you're un- you're aware of all this stuff that needs to happen.
0: You know what it is. You don't it, care. It, it, this is what, this is what happens. And I deal with this constantly all the time. Parents don't want to say anything because they want to be homies with their kids. They don't want to be the bad guy with their kids. So they don't say right. anything until, until like shit pops off, and they get in an argument with their kid or the kids using drugs in the house. Then they want to blow up and then I get a phone call. And then I get this whole history report on all this stuff that they've been doing. And I'm like, that's nice that you're telling me now, but right. like, you know what I mean? So a lot of, or the, or the parent will talk all kinds of stuff about their kid and how they want them to get help and they want them in, in services and they want them in therapy and they should be in jail. And then we go to court and then that same parent is telling the judge, oh, your honor, my kid is, is amazing. My kid is doing so good my kid is just perfect and you're like that is not the conversation that we just had so you know what i mean i don't they it's like they want to protect them but they're not doing them any justice
1: yeah and that's, so it's always it's always been the thing that bothered me with that type of stuff you know it's like the parents are even though they know in their hearts <clears throat> that their kids need help they're like mm, it's like they're afraid to put their business out there you know what i mean like like they're, they need help. Like they're a bad seed, you know?
0: Yeah, because they, the parent, it, it, you know, it, it, they feel that it's going to reflect bad on them. And in some cases it is. Some some cases the parents are uh, addicted to drugs. Sometimes the parents are in and out of prison, but sometimes the parents are like really good parents. And the kid is just sort of going through whatever they're going through. We were all teenagers. I mean, we all have, you know, we know what that was like, but. Um, I yeah. I
1: got to tell you. I got to tell you, I was on probation. What in elementary? I was on probation Damn. one time in elementary.
0: <laughs> Damn, K, K dog All right, K dog, so G'd all
1: right. Up. So here's the, here's the thing. Okay, so okay. I grew up in a I grew up in a small town out in Santa Rosa. It's like what an hour and a half east of Albuquerque. Okay. So I grew up out there, and I was I was in soccer. You know, I was in elementary. I was in soccer, and one day after school. You know, I had my bike and everything. So I, my mom used to let me ride my bike to to the school, you know, back mm-hmm. and forth and stuff. So before before practice, I had stopped off at one of the stores, right? And I had and this and I had bought one of those little uh, one of those little toy guns that when you when you press the trigger, it makes the little noises like the zoom, 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 zoom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So <clears throat> so I bought one of those. And I went down down the street to the movie theater, and then there was this other kid there, and I was showing it to him. He was a bigger kid, and I was showing it to him, and he's like, "You need to go back and get me one, or I'm going to beat you up." <laughs> so, nice. you know, since you know he was an older kid, you know, I'm like, I'm just like this short elementary kid, so he's like, "You need to go get me one, or I'm going to beat you up." So, what did I do? I went back to the store. And I had one, and uh, I was just about to—I didn't have money to buy it, but I was like, I didn't want to get beat up, mm-hmm. so I ended up, sided up, stuffing it in my shorts. But as soon as I did that, they snatched you up. Uh, they know they—they they, like they—they they busted me um, as I was, you know, putting it in my pants. <laughs> so I was like, I, you know, I looked up. I was like, oh my gosh. You know, I was I was scared. I was a little elementary kid, so they took me to the back, and they called the cops. You know, so so the cops went over there and everything, and they took me home in the cop car, in the back seat of a cop car. Left my bike at the store, and I I could just see it, like I'm because in that town everyone knows everyone. So, right,
2: right.
1: You know, so I'm driving up to my to my house, and I could just see my parents through the window because you know you've seen a cop car pulling your driveway. Right. Mm right and um i just i'm in the back seat you know i'm like oh my gosh i'm gonna get whooped you know so i look in the window i can see my mom oh my gosh that was like the maddest i think she's ever been at me and um (laughs) get down Uh, get down they take me inside they tell her what happened and everything so i end up uh obviously getting grounded and spanked and you know all that stuff and i had to go get my bike I had to go get my bike, so I ended up getting my bike and everything. But one thing that I didn't—they uh, didn't take away from me—was the, the the little toy gun that I had bought before. You know, so I ended up getting to keep mine. But yeah, I I ended up being on probation for you know, for a while because Dang. of that in elementary.
0: <laughs> okay, can we get a that? Can we get a TikTok? We need a story time TikTok <laughs> ASAP. Okay,
1: dog. <laughs> Oh, man, it was, it was scary because I was supposed to be at soccer practice, man. You know? but I ended up doing that, got in trouble, got grounded. That's that street you know, cred uh, for anybody. Yeah, right, right, right. That so it's like crazy. now whenever I could tell, whenever I could tell, uh, you know, folks be like, yeah, I was on probation in elementary. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty funny. Now that I think about it, it's, it's pretty funny.
0: Wow. Um, but don't go do that, kids.
1: Yeah, no, do not take advice. Yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) From from K Dog. Yeah, don't don't do it. Probably
1: one of the dumbest things. Yeah. So, (laughs) well, if you're
0: just tuning in, it's Mark Anthony. It's K Dog. Hashtag Real Talk with Mark Anthony podcast, and we are doing big things, like we always do, like we do every week. So, before we kick off the show, before we kick off the show. Rosalia, I, I really love her. I've been following her for a minute. Kind of, she...
1: kind of sounded, um, kind of sounded like a little Beyonce or something.
0: She man, she's good. She's real good. Um, okay, so this is what we're gonna talk about first. Okay. <laughs> Who remembers Akon? Do you remember Akon, raise your hand. Um, oh, yeah. So he has been working apparently with Takashi 69 Oh. He, now, he just today just dropped his new mixtape. It's called Ain't No Peace. Hey. Ain't No Peace on the Convict Culture label. Um, and uh, he recently was on a social distancing interview with DJ Who Kid, and akon was asked about working with Six Nine on a sequel remix to. You remember his song back in 2004, "Locked Up."
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that, that's like the that, that was like his first single. I remember that.
0: That was, that was a. Yeah, I
1: remember hearing that on the radio,
0: right? And so uh he asked. He was asked if getting involved with Six Nine had cost him any personal relationships. Akon said no. He said, I don't recall losing any friends, and if I did, they didn't tell me. He said, this is a business. If our personal relationship is affected by our business, it ain't no real friendship. Um, DJ Huke then asked about the fan reaction to the remix, which Akon characterized as being exactly what he was aiming for with the collaboration. Um, So that's what he, apparently that's what he did. It's a locked up remix with Takashi, who recently just got out of prison. Akon said, let it be a real conversation. Um. So he kind of has a Takashi's.
1: Now, now, I'm gonna have to right. go look. Now it I that. want
0: to listen to this thing. Uh, so if yeah. you don't know what "Locked Up" sounds like, let me pull it up for you. This joint by Akon The Styles P. This ain't the remix with Styles P, though. But I okay. Oh, okay. You want the remix with Styles P?
1: No, nah, I mean, you know, you're good.
0: <laughs> this is it right here. Locked up. Acon. This is the song he's gonna do with Takashi. Fast forward a little bit so we know uh been here. i used to the luxury style on a dead head. The walls is gray, the clothes is orange. The phones is broke, the food is garbage. A lot of niggas is living with the circumstances. Yeah, the Styles P remix is dope.
1: I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. That uh that had the longest intro. So trying to hit post on that. That was like that was like the holy grail right,
0: like, post. Right. <laughs> if, you, if
1: you could come up with
0: a story and hit the post on that, you are legit fire. Legit fire, right, yeah. Right. I'm I hear you on that. So I you know what? I I'm not a Takashi hater. I think I said that before. Um, a lot of people wanna be mad at him and they wanna hate on him. But people hate on other people for doing the same things that they would do. And it's like, I tell the juveniles all the time. They want, they want to run around talking about snitches get stitches. I ain't no snitch. And I'm like, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> uh, I, I said, if you're sitting in here and you're your co-offender, you guys just committed uh, significant crime. Well, right. your homie that's talking to the detective right next door, he ain't, he's not, he's not looking out for you. He's looking out for himself. So when you, yeah, when you're in a room Jeez. with detectives and they're telling you, okay, we can, um, you can give up your, your, your people. You can give us the information you need, or you can, you can go do 22 years. That's fine with me, but you can kiss your family. Goodbye. If you have kids, peace out, give up, you know, school, forget about college, all of that. We'll, we'll let you sleep on that. We'll we'll come and have this conversation again tomorrow. And if you if you don't want to give us the information we need, we can handle it that way too. And I tell them all the time, like it sounds cool, like that you don't, that you you can say that you're not a snitch, and your homies can say they have your back. But when it comes down to it, the moment of truth, they will flip on you to save their ass a mm-hmm. hundred times out of a hundred times. I mean, even in the adult world, it's rare that you find somebody that's just going to exactly. take their time and just say, "Yo." Yup, it's me, I did it. I'm not saying I ain't saying nothing. It's rare that you get that. And I said, and I tell him even even more so. Oh, I yeah. said, when you're sitting in jail and, and when they're out, they're not paying your mom's bills, they're not taking care of your family, they're not putting money on your books. So it's a, it's a facade. So that's why I'm not a, a Takashi tech- hater because mm-hmm. a lot of people hating on Takashi would have done the same thing in his circumstance. I mean, you know, yeah, a lot of nice. people can say can can say whatever they want about him, but until they're in that situation, they don't know what they would do. You know what I'm saying? I
1: was like, all I know is my mom was for me real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> She'd be like, No, he wasn't here. He was over there definitely over there, yeah. So I know that
0: uh <laughs> TikTok is one of your favorite apps. You're on TikTok, right, K Duck?
1: Yeah. I am, but I don't do anything on it. You
0: got to change that. We need a story time. About you getting arrested.
2: (laughs) Hi,
0: so Microsoft said to be in talks to buy TikTok. Microsoft. Ooh.
2: So okay. they
0: are; they're in talks right now to acquire TikTok. It's Chinese-owned. TikTok is, um, according to a person with knowledge of the discussions. So President Trump said on Friday that he was considering taking steps that would effectively ban the app from the U.S. But it's unclear how advanced <laughs> the talks between Microsoft and TikTok are. But any deal could help alter TikTok's ownership, said the person with knowledge. Of the talks, who spoke on the condition of they wanted to be anonymous. Okay. Uh, TikTok is owned by ByteDance, a Chinese internet company valued at 100 billion. Um, right. And so um, the Trump admin has also been weighing other potential actions against the company, including adding ByteDance to a so called entity list, which prevents foreign companies from purchasing American products and services without a special license. So. Let's see what happens. This could be a good move for,
1: yeah, good luck for with TikTok.
0: That. That's cool. I enjoy TikTok. I mean, it's easy to get lost I mean, in TikTok. It's uh, cool. There's a lot of creative people on there. I don't want to see it going. And mm-hmm. micro, Microsoft yeah. would be making a major move by um, purchasing That's TikTok. Right. Although, I've, and I've talked about this before, is that Instagram or Facebook is already testing out tiktok's rival called instagram reels and what they uh apparently have planned is that they're trying to reach out to influencers that are already on tiktok and paying them to try the um instagram reels app try to in hopes to bring them over or sway them or leverage them away from tiktok so this is going to be interesting it's a developing story
1: i mean you might as well might as well because i mean i think eventually it's going to be that way you know because tiktok right now is the hot thing because i think we're all in quarantine you know so i think i think it'll be it'll be interesting to see how it does after everyone's back at work and everything gets back to you know to the new normal so i mean i don't know i don't know if um, microsoft might be jumping the gun now you know i don't know i don't know that's i guess that's above my pay grade
0: Ain't that the truth.
1: <laughs> I mean, I have TikTok. I have an account, but I haven't posted anything. I just don't. I mean, I'll watch some of them.
0: You're not, you're you not know, posted a single I video just... on TikTok. You know, it's kind of wild. It's, it's actually a, a perfect platform. And I know that a lot of people will watch if you did this. Is when you're on air and you just either recorded you doing your breaks or even, uh, sounds, even if just audio of your break with the video, that's dope. I think people like to see that. They like Mm -hmm. to see what goes on behind the scenes. They think it's interesting. Um, somebody, there was, there was a a DJ out of, uh, some radio station in Honolulu that has a TikTok, and she's on there and she records her breaks. I don't know if she does it in real time or she just does it as Mm -hmm. a joke, but nevertheless, she's in the studio and she kind of does the thing. And, um, listeners love it they eat that up
1: so yeah i mean i might. think especially now i think especially now we've had this conversation before about how how far video has come like people that's like the expectation now it's like back in the day it was like okay we want to hear just hear it but now it's like we want to hear it and we want to see it you know so i think that's that's where a lot of folks need to step up their game you know that having the video to accompany the audio that just makes it even better
0: yeah, no you're right. Um so movies that are early release, <sighs> early theater release that you can watch at home uh right now.
2: I so wrong, wrong, so wrong, I'm only to
0: okay, so dropping today, the thirty-first. Your favorite movie, Deep Blue Sea three.
1: I didn't Deep even see three. I didn't even know there was two. <laughs> I didn't even know there was two.
0: Oh uh, well, there you go. Part three, Deep Blue Sea is out. Um, there's a movie called The Big Ugly, which got uh imdb 4.1 out of 10 didn't look so good but there it is there's one called tijuana jackson purpose over prison now one ended up with a 7 out of 10 it's not bad if you get a 7 out of 10 you know, uh, I, I was like know, uh,
1: yeah i don't i don't know i mean i'm like i'm a big movie guy like i love collecting movies i love watching movies but obviously 2020 like everything's getting pushed to next year to 2022 so it's like, I haven't really, I haven't really kept up, you know, not, not to say that there's not like any good movies coming out, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I just kind of, I, I was kind of put off my,
0: you know, I was, I'm really bummed out that Mulan. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was looking forward to seeing that and now they're just pushing that out indefinitely. That one's going to be a good mm-hmm. one. I hope they wait, honestly, till the theaters open back up. Because yeah. even though I love to watch that at home, that's just one that, you know, I, I miss going out on opening day and watching that or opening mm-hmm. weekend and watching that. So I, I hope they do wait till the theaters are back. Um, this one is called, uh, it's a comedy called Yes, God, Yes. Um I, I don't know – every movie so far that I've read off, I don't know any of these actresses or actors. Yeah. FYI. Um, there's one <laughs> called Woodland. Yeah. And my, most of these are rated like, you know, 4.8 out of 10, 4.7 out of 10. So they just seem to be like okay. There's an IFC Films uh, movie called Summerland. That one got a 7 out of 10. So that one seems like it might be legit. The IFC Films some most of the time are pretty decent. Um, there's one called Game of Death, which is a, a horror flick, but that's a 5 out of 10. Another one called The Fight. It's another, it's a 6 out of 10. Still have not seen an actor, actress that I know. Um, Rebuilding Paradise. This one got an 8 out of 10. So, mm. Mm. and let's see, we got Alone Wolf. And uh, I know that, um,
1: I know that, that, uh, that Beyonce um, flick coming out on Disney Plus today, with Black is King, I believe. Yeah. So that that came out today, and I'm 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 looking forward to that one just to to check it out.
0: You're gonna score out Queen B. Queen B.
1: Say what? You're gonna Queen B. Putting out some content. Hell
0: yeah! And uh, Taylor Swift. (laughs) Taylor Swift major news. What? okay taylor swift
1: oh. I, I like i like what you did there i like what you did there you put the singing voice of simba on there <laughs> <laughs> did you did you did you know that
0: no did you I know that? no i didn't know that i did not know that jason weep
1: is that really he, he's uh i did not simba. know that yeah that's okay a, yeah that's singing voice for all simba right on the so we thing. just
0: we just—I just learned that. You—we're gonna. I'm gonna take this back. Let me let me bring it, bring it back, bring it, bring it, yeah. bring it back. Hold on. So Jason Weaver plays the voice of Simba. You're talking on the. I'm
1: uh, singing the singing the singing voice. Okay, not the so this is voice. Okay, the singing
0: voice. So. Right there, that's that's Simba.
1: No, that's Chingy. So
0: which one is him?
1: He's the one singing. He's the one singing the hook.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm a, I'm a restart. Yeah, yeah,
2: he's the one. Yeah, right,
0: right, okay. So that that chorus, yeah, it sounds like Chingy and Jason Weaver were together on that chorus, right? Like back vocal. Okay, got it. Yeah. So Jay, there you go. I learned something new. I didn't know Jason Weaver in that song is the voice for Simba. Boom. K Dog dropping knowledge bombs today.
1: <laughs> I watch a lot of podcasts. Okay.
0: okay. <laughs> so Taylor Swift's uh folklore sells over two million copies in the first week. The new album. That's 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 amazing. Wow. Especially in this day and age. Taylor Swift mm-hmm. is I you know what? I love Taylor Swift. She's she's smart. She's on top of her game. She's talented. Um, she don't take no BS from the industry. I love it. And, but mm-hmm. in the digital age, yep. to sell over two million copies worldwide in one week—hot damn! Um, it's
1: her. I remember the. I remember the days. I remember the days of like artists in like, hey, I got my new album coming out. You know, in three, four months. You know, but now she just be like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna drop it overnight not even not even let anyone know just boom midnight new album you know and that's that's crazy though that is
0: that's really crazy. insane uh, the first day on spotify the album accumulated 80.6 million streams sending a new benchmark on the platform for first day streams by a female artist beating out ariana grande uh she also holds a record for the female artist with the most albums debuting above 500,000 sales in the U.S. And every single one of her albums, except her first album, surpassed that mark. Um, That's I, crazy. I'm, I'm saying. And it kind
1: of, make, kind of makes me wonder, kind of makes me wonder, like, if this technology was, was here back in the day, like back in the 90s when you were buying CDs and stuff, was there, would it be even be more because they were buying CDs? because all that like the the records you know they were buying millions and millions of CDs in the first week but that was CDs now if you were to add in streams and you know spotify's and you know apple music and stuff i wonder if it would be higher
0: think about what michael jackson's thriller would have done if oh if oh yeah that that would have been major i did hear one of her uh singles i'm guessing it's her first single it's called cardigan Um, with, uh, Bon Iver.
1: And Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, that was actually pretty good.
0: It's, uh, actually it was, you know, I've never been a, a a Bon Iver guy. I've been like, eh, but I actually Mm -hmm. enjoyed the song, but I think anything Taylor does is, is, uh, gold.
1: So Tickles your fancy.
0: Hell yeah. So she, I I think, I think she, you know, (laughs) she's just, she's. She writes her own music, she performs her own music. What, what can you say? There's like nothing you could say
1: bad about Taylor Swift. She's just insanely telling. I mean, you'll have, the, you'll have the haters out there. I mean, of course, you know, everyone. So, what does she say? Shake them off, right? Shake them actually, off.
0: Actually, the song I said, uh, cardigan, it's actually called Exile, is the name of the song from uh, Taylor Swift. Here's a little preview if you have not heard it. I'm with it. I can totally see the song being like mm-hmm. on the next episode of Ozark, um, them using it as some net, you know <laughs> Netflix movie as their uh, song for every you know what, what would you call it the um, introduction song intro song on one
1: mm-hmm. show.
0: So definitely, I could see that. So,
1: or even like or even like the song to um, for the to, that fades into the credits.
0: Yes, totally. Um, I
1: could I could see it like that. Yeah,
0: I absolutely agree. Snoop Dog dropping a bomb shell.
2: Come on. Come
0: on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. All right, so Snoop Dogg confirms that Jay Z wrote dr Dre's still d-r-e in full
1: yeah yep what you think about that that's why he didn't that's what i i i mean i dig it i mean that just shows because I, I remember hearing him on that interview where he was saying that that he went in and back then a lot of the folks were like why are you gonna have him right still for you he's from you know the east coast you're you're west coast why is you know blah 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 but um Snoop was saying, "It's like when you're hot, you're hot. You know, we have no issues with them. You come on down. I mean, if if it's if you want to write something for me and it's better than what I have, okay. so be it. We'll use that. That just makes me want to step my game up.
0: And he wrote it in 30 minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, it, that's just crazy. Like, I mean, I would have never thought that those words came out of Jay Z. You know, but for for Snoop and Dre. But um, that was one of the reasons why um, that he didn't use that song on his verses with DMX because it's like, I didn't write it. That's, that's Hogue. I didn't write it.
0: Wow. Another, someone that, that's super talented. I seen Jay Z in concert twice and I enjoy both times that I've seen him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
1: I remember when he came out here to Albuquerque, it was for the, um, oh, man, what was it? Cause it was him. It was, well, first it was Sean Paul. It was Buster Rhymes uh 50 cent and jay-z there was one oh, and yeah. there was someone else there was, one- there was there was someone else yeah um yeah, but i remember i remember um when jay-z came out that's when beyonce went solo and she he brought her out to sing crazy in love like i just remember that whole place like uh it was at calls him. i just remember the whole place just rocking when he brought up beyonce on stage i was like oh
0: oh he did <laughs> i didn't know
1: that yeah i didn't yeah, he brought up Beyonce to sing uh, Crazy in Love. Okay.
0: So when I saw him, I've seen him twice. So the first time I saw him, it was at the uh, power party for Power 106 in LA. Um, they had, like, shut down Universal Studios. And okay. they it was, like, a listener-only event. But all of the artists were, like, going and riding rides with everybody. So, like, I was getting on roller coasters with, you know, actresses and singers Dang. and rappers. Yeah, like, I remember you know, Ice Cube and Mac Ten were just chilling. Every like they were Dude, Tatiana Ali was like standing like five feet away from me. So it was cool. <laughs> it was like the way the way that it was all and then so you got there was like I think three or four different concerts going on at the same time. And you got to pick which one you wanted to go to, granted that you could get in. So that one was Jay Z, J D, um they had like Tyson Beckford doing some M C stuff that day. Um That's oh, and then um What's her name? The one that was uh, married, the one that, that's married to Grant Hill. What's her name?
1: Oh, Talia, Tamia, Tamiya. Right?
0: Tamia. Tamiya. Yeah, T A T A M I A. She yeah, was on yeah, that yeah, bill yeah, too. Yeah. And then the second time I saw Jay, he was doing the, I think it was the Hard Not Life tour. It was him, mm. Ja Rule, DMX, and that oh, was that. Cool.
2: Yeah, Oof.
1: that was I dope. That.
0: That was uh, that was a dope show. So I I got to see that one. So um, big fan of Jay. I've always been a big fan of Jay. It was dope. To him, when I saw him and JD, they did the money ain't a thing. Is what they performed.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So that that one was fly. Um, speaking of the the charts, so we have um, Drake making history. Notching his 39th and 40th top 10. He passes Madonna, who had 38, for the most career top 10s on the chart. This all began, the record of this chart began August 4th, 1958. So it goes like this, mm. just, just, for, just for you to have a vision. Drake has 40. Madonna has 38. The Beatles, 34. Rihanna Thirty-one, Michael Jackson, thirty, Mariah Carey, twenty-eight, Stevie Wonder, twenty-eight, Janet Jackson, twenty-seven, Elton John, twenty-seven, Lil Wayne, twenty-five, Elvis Presley, twenty-five, and Taylor Swift, twenty-five.
1: That's okay. So here's, most- here's here's my here's my only issue with that. Okay, is that um, I mean I think it's great that he you know he's done that much, but that's taken into account the songs that he was featured on you know what i mean so songs he was songs that he did solo and songs that he was featured as you know what i mean so i don't i don't know that's that's where i have an issue with because i mean i would say you know mj how many songs did he have that were features you know i can think of maybe two or three you know there may be more but the rest were his solo solo songs not taking anything away from drake but i'm just saying that's you know for me you know like when you talk about Madonna, Mariah Carey. So you're saying if you had it your
0: way, it should only count if it's exclusively your record.
1: Yeah, no, I mean that's okay. what I'm saying. Like, I mean, I, I like the way they do it now. I think that you can't take that away from him, but I think, you know, it should just go for your own personal records, not records that you were featured on. You know? What okay.
0: I, mean? I, I I hear what you're saying. I get it. I can see both sides of that argument. I really can. Mm-hmm. Somebody came out with a new skin product, and you're going to want to know about this because you're going to want to buy it. Mustard on a beat. <laughs> this is big time. I know. I was good on my That's the way it
2: was. That's the way You was. was good on it.
0: So Riri just launched her Fenty skin a few weeks ago and um, so it was uh, two years in the making before she even Mm -hmm. gave fans a peek at the full collection. It includes the products which are Total Cleanser Remove-It-All Cleanser, Fat Water Pore Refining Toner Serum um moisturizing broad spectrum spf 30 sunscreen and so um this kind of gives a, a list of what she has in her in her line in her fenty line so she has um a ton if you go on there and and look it up she has literally something for all of your needs and um i, I it doesn't say what the price range is so I was hoping that it would. I'm sure it'll be.
1: I don't know. I'm sure it'll be a little uh, affordable.
0: I'm going to see if I can look it up really quick to see what the uh, price on.
1: If it's if, if you can even find it, because I'm assuming that like, it's just like with any of those brands, once you launch them, they're like sold out right away. So it's like if you don't get it, you know, you're probably going to be on back order for a few months.
0: All right. So it's not bad. I just so she has it's exclusively at Sephora We Shop Fenty Beauty by Rihanna so all her products are over okay. there and I'm looking at the list of all her products that includes uh makeup as well and everything is reasonably priced I'm seeing 20 30 32 39 25 uh 18 so it it seems to be reasonably uh priced so something she just launched a few weeks ago as far as her skincare so that girl's doing that's not bad no she's she's uh taking some time off music but that doesn't mean that she's been stagnant because she's been on hustle mode from day one and what's up with her new album she was supposed to be coming out with a new album and then she was and then she wasn't and i'm excited for it and then I was, it was put on delay and now i'm i just don't even know where that's at you have any clue? I, think,
1: I mean, I I haven't heard nothing about her new album coming out, but I think it's like, um, like back, like maybe 10 years ago, that's all that was played on the radio is Rihanna, 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 you know, so-and-so featuring Rihanna. And mm-hmm. I remember being like, yeah, maybe she needs to take a break. But now she's took a break for I don't know how many years. And I'm yeah, I'm like be. with you. I'm like waiting for that new album to at least, at least something. You know, maybe she does another song with Eminem. I don't know, but something to, you know, something to put, hold us over until she drops her full album.
0: Plus, she got in a relationship, and I think she kind of took some time out oh, to kick it with her, oh, her did boyfriend. Yeah, she was dating that billionaire. Chris so, Brown? <laughs> no, no, Chris Brown is not a billionaire. Not even close. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, That's funny. So, we were going to do this last week, and oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I told you that we were going to be about it.
2: Ooh, <laughs> you got to get with it and <laughs>
0: Okay, so episodes were something we did when um, k Dog and I were doing uh, nights, at the radio station. We'd always have a bit. We do the Saturday Night Block Party. Shout out to DJ Confession. Q. Shout out to DJ Confession. And uh, <laughs> so one of our bits was, would you date? Der. Der. So <laughs> here, here's, here's this week's episode of would you date? Would you date, k Dog? Somebody that had a OnlyFans page. Like if your girl came to you, you're married, obviously. But let's say yeah, yeah. let's say your wife came to you and she said, we need a little extra money. You know, you got your little one on the way. We need a little extra money. Things are kind mm-hmm. of tight. Not a lot of places hiring. I'm going to do an OnlyFans page. And uh, that's how we're going to make, I'm going to, that's how I'm going to make the family some extra money.
1: When you say OnlyFans page... When you say only fans spray, like uh-huh. elaborate on that.
0: So the only fans, you really can make it whatever you want to make it. But people subscribe to your page yeah. and they pay money for the subscription. Mm-hmm. So it's something that you have to constantly stay on top of. It's not like something you can go in and do one or two videos and think you're going to make money. But people will pay, whether it's women selling fit uh, feet pictures or it's women mm-hmm. um, taking provocative videos pictures or they take a pic- picture. Or you can request something, a certain type of photo and you pay a certain amount and they send it to you. However they went, and they're making a ton of money. They're making a whole lot of, yeah. a lot of money, but people subscribe, you get subscribers. It's all paid. Um, Only fans takes a certain percentage of both. I think tips and the subscription cost, and you get to keep whatever's left over. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not something that anybody can access, but you have to purchase um, a subscription and tips are welcome, but it's pretty lucrative business if you're doing it the right way. So if your girl wanted to do that, she said, I want to do it, OnlyFans page, and I want to make us a little money. What do you
1: say? I mean, I would say that would be, I would, I would say that'd be fine. You know, I, I think I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable in the relationship, you know, to if she, that's something that she wants to do, you know, and she thinks that, uh, you know, it would help her. I mean, hey, I mean, I, I don't see an issue with it Yeah.
0: And you're cool with everything nudity, the whole nine
1: I means like I know my wife and she wouldn't want to go that far.
0: But, you're you're like you know, um, I don't with that Lambo with that Lambo in the driveway, you <laughs> know it don't. Nah, don't no, we got a new
1: house. I, I I don't think I I don't think I don't think she would go that far.
0: K Dog needs to get an only fans page.
1: Okay, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so get a link well, in Lincoln bio, you know. What, no, like I, I don't know. What,
0: well, yeah, I guess that's a conversation you have to sit down and uh, yeah, and,
1: uh, and like what kind of content? Like what kind of content? Because I mean, for some for something like that, I mean, I think something you know, some things are okay, but obviously, you know, for you know, when you say nudity and all this stuff, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't think she would go that far. Even if even if I was okay with it, I don't think she would go that far.
0: What if it was somebody you, know? you just met? What if it was like date number two, and they, you know, they stay home. They don't, they have maybe a part-time job, but they're rolling around in a, a G-Wagon and they got some red bottoms on. They, do, they you, you're like in your head, you're thinking, okay, well, they, they obviously have money, but you don't work. And then they bust out on the second date. Well, yeah, I have a, I have an OnlyFans. I make $120,000 a month. And this is like date number two. And you know, they explain to you, they're they're doing straight up full full full-on nudity nude videos only (laughs) fans keeping it real style do you go on do you go on date number three do you go on a third day
1: i don't honestly honestly, i don't honestly i don't know (laughs) i don't know i i don't know like that's i mean that's like a lot to take in on your second date you know what i mean i mean i think that's cool that they would tell you you know, and be upfront about it. So, I mean, that, I mean, that's, you know, that's well, cool. But better than tell that's a lot gonna, to take Better than, than you, you subscribing me. to it. Yes. Yes.
0: Or, <laughs> or one of your friends is subscribing to it and like, yo, bro, you know that girl you're dating? Let me show you
1: something real quick. Yeah. Uh, me. I mean, I don't know. I, I think that's a lot to take in on the second date like that. I mean, it would, it would obviously have to be thought about, you know what I mean?
0: and i wanted to bring you? up well what about you man
1: i don't know put you I, in a hot seat i think
0: okay i think if i'm getting something out of it
1: <laughs> right well, well yeah i mean that that goes without know. saying though. yeah like if, I,
0: if i'm getting <laughs> if i'm getting no cap if i'm getting something out of it um like if we're dating and she's very generous with the money i'm like all right do what you do Make it happen,
1: (laughs) because just just remember, I got that new PS five coming out in a few months. Got that? Yep. (laughs) Got the new PS five is coming out.
0: I need these new. I got these these new Jordans gonna come out, and uh, you know, I need a couple of new suits. Let's uh, yeah, this new car, this new range that I saw. So go ahead and you know, go ahead and do your thing, make your money. I will support your your lifestyle, you know
1: i just i think i think i think i'd be more okay with it if i didn't see it you know like knowing knowing that she's doing it but not seeing it you know what i mean i don't know i don't know
0: so you'd rather her do it and not tell you
1: no 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 like i know about it but not like actually seeing it you know what i mean like i know she's doing it but i don't know
0: one thing we were talking about earlier is um, like we, we were just talking about pet peeves and how, and why it's so difficult. And I'm still trying to figure this out. Why is it so difficult for people to do what they say they're going to do? Even simple things. <laughs> Yo, K okay, dog, I'm going to call you uh, next week. Hey, Mark Anthony, I'm going to be a guest on your podcast. Anything. Whatever, whatever it looks like, why do people have a hard time saying something and then following through? I would rather, correct me if I'm wrong, I would rather mm-hmm. somebody tell me, like, hey, I just don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to talk. Uh, I don't like talking outside of, you know, um, business hours. I don't have the time to dedicate to that. Rather than saying, oh, yeah, yeah that sounds like a good idea or well, I'm going to do this and I'm not going to follow through. You get no respect. Like I don't know why people do that, and then they try to hide behind it. And you see them again, and they're like, "Oh oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, We're going to do that. We're going to link up on that. Um, I'm going to be, I'm going to be your guest on your podcast. I'm going to make it happen." And then you—that's a cycle for like an entire year. Every time you see that person, right? And you're like, just stop saying it. Like I didn't even bring it up, but they feel. I think they feel like they need to say something because they feel guilty because they know that they're Mm -hmm. not following through on their end. But why do you think, why do you think it's so hard for people to do what they say they're going to do?
1: I mean, like, I'll be honest, like back in the day, like I've, I've been a lot better at it now. Like whenever I first started dating my, my now wife, Mm -hmm. you know, it was like, you know, we were just dating at the time and everything. And I'm like, okay, we'll, we'll go do this. But then as it came closer to that time, you're like, mm, I don't really feel like it. You know, I'm going to I'm going to not answer the phone or the text or whatever. And then just kind of come up with some excuse or something, you know. And um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have gotten a lot, a lot better at, you know, following through with, with stuff that I say, not just with her, but just with with everybody. And it's it's not like I it's like at the time, at the time, most of the time it's like, it's like, okay, cool. But then as it gets closer, you're like, man, I don't really feel like it. You know what I mean? And it's like, you don't want to call them and let them down, but obviously you are letting them down because if you don't know show, then you're, you know, doing all that. But, um, but now I think I'm at a place where it's like, if I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. You know, I'll say, you know, no, I'm good. But if I say I'm going to do it, you know, I'm going to do it now. And that's, and like I said, and like, I've grown a lot when it comes to that, you know, so just being, being truthful.
0: And you got to be able to do, if you say, if you tell somebody that you're going to be there, that you're going to show up, that you're going to do something, Mm -hmm. that means that you hold yourself to a higher standard that even on the night before, even on the morning of, you don't want to do it. That means you get your ass up because you gave your word, you decided Mm -hmm. to say it, whether it's helping a friend move whether it's meeting somebody for lunch, whether it's helping somebody do a fitness program, whatever that looks like, show up. Like you're losing a lot of credibility by not doing it. You're losing a lot of respect by not doing it. Mm -hmm. So it really does hurt uh, friendships. It hurts, you know, morale. And it makes you look stupid as a person. And
1: even even with um, one of the last times... Um, this was maybe a few years back. My sister, she needed a DJ for one of her um, Halloween gigs that she was doing out in Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, years years before, she would always ask me, you know, to do it. So I would always go there and do it. But the last year, the last year that she asked me to do it, you know, I was at that point where I was like, eh, I don't really like I like DJing, but I'm not really, you know, I'm kind of moving on from doing, you know, gigs like that. Mm-hmm. So I, um, so instead of, instead of, um, not showing up. I mean, it's my sister, you know, it's like, instead of not showing up and just letting her fend for herself, you know, I call her maybe about a week or two before the event. And, you know, I was, I was scared, I was scared. you know, it's my older sister, you know, I didn't want to let her down, but I'm just like, you know, I'm, you know, I told her, you know, basically how I felt. It's like, I don't really, I'm not feeling it I'm getting overwhelmed with everything that I have going on now. And I just don't, I just don't really want to anymore, you know? And, like that whole time my heart was pounding because it's like, you know, I felt like I'm letting down my sister, but um, I mean, of course she was, she was upset, but she she's like, okay, that's fine. So she ended up finding, you know, some other cat that, um, that went and did it. But you know, that's like years before that, I probably would have never done that just because I was, I didn't like that uh, confrontation. You know what I mean? That awkward confrontation, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But uh, that's when I say that I've grown a lot in that respect to just be like, hey, you know, I'm not really feeling it. But it like don't get me wrong, if it was like the night before and I started feeling like that, I would have went and done it. You know, because you know that's that's that would have been messed up. You know what I mean? But it was like two weeks before, you know, and and you know, I just wasn't feeling it. You know, you, but you
0: can tell. You can tell how people are gonna show up in your life based on how they show up in your life, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So if they Um, don't respond to you, if they don't follow through, then you can't. You don't get to say as an individual, I didn't know. I didn't see those red flags. Um, You don't get to talk about how your feelings get hurt because people will tell you who they are. People will show up in your life the way they show up in their own life. So if they're doing that to you, that means they're doing it to everybody else in their life and they're doing it to themselves. That means that they cannot hold themselves to a standard that um, you feel is appropriate for somebody that sh- that should be in your life and should be in your energy, and that's okay. And I think um, a lot of times too is just humans. We one thing that I had to overcome is make is putting or projecting my standards on other people, where mm. people that at you know at work lazy people at work right. don't aren't don't do what they say they're going to do. Does get irritating, but then I got to say, well, they're not me and they don't hold themselves to mm-hmm. the same kind of standard that I do. But I get to make the decision whether or not I'm going to let them into my university. Right. And so, mm-hmm. um, it, and it's really as simple as that instead of making yourself sick and worrying and um, getting a low self esteem over it. You just cut people out. And it's like, it's like Facebook. People say, oh, Facebook is so negative and I don't want to get on anymore. I'm like, you have complete control over your friends list. Like, what do you mean?
2: Mm-hmm. If you think Absolutely. it's too
0: negative, you cut people out, you block people. But people are so concerned about, well, I don't want them to think that I'm mad at them. Or, it's like it doesn't matter. That's the, you're living your life based on the premise of everyone else's thoughts. That's not the way that we are meant to live. Like you do,
1: you. And here's uh, if you're worried about that, here's a uh, here's a secret. You can unfollow them. You can still stay friends, but you can unfollow them where you won't see anything but your friends.
2: This is true. I've
1: done that too. I've done that to a lot of people. You know, just like because some of them post some like random stuff that just I don't really get behind. So I mean, they're still good people. You know, that's why you know they're my friends. But you know, sometimes they just go off on their own and start doing, doing random things. They're like, nah, eh, nah, I'm good. Then, so a lot of them I'll just unfollow. I'll stay friends with them, but I'll just unfollow them.
0: You could do you that know? as well. You could do that as well. Yeah. I'm always yeah. constantly, you got to keep it fresh. You got to keep, make sure you you update, you know, just like you tend to your nails, you clip your nails or, you know, you shave or you get whatever, you take care of your body. You got to take care of, you know, your relationships and, your friendships and what really what you're allowing people to do when they're on your social media or when they speak to you is you're really allowing them to like speak things into your universe so you need to be like really Mm -hmm. aware and you need to be aware about of who and why you chose these people to be in your in your energy and in your circle so um Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah no for sure so what you got going on this weekend anything fun
1: Ah, uh, this weekend I believe we're going to go hiking on Sunday, Sunday morning. Where are you guys go? The the girls. I don't know. I think we, we usually go open the the trails up on the sandillas somewhere, somewhere. And I guess depending on if it's hot or not. You know, we're supposed to because uh, it, it's it's kind of hard now because especially now that we have to wear masks when we're exercising and walking outside and stuff. Which, I mean, it's not it's not a big deal because it's like. It's like my wife; she's pregnant. So it's like if my wife can do it, it's like there's, you know, Should be no excuse. It's, I mean, I don't. Know. Yeah, I mean, and and don't get me wrong. I mean, I get it. Everyone can has their opinion on the whole masks thing, which is fine. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say you're wrong or right. But you know, for me, it's just like it's, it's not a big deal to me. too. I don't feel like, I don't feel like, you know, I'm I have my rights taken away just because I have to wear a mask. You know, it's just like it's. It's the bigger picture to me, you know? Yeah, but.
0: I mean, I've both, I've ran with my mask on. I did a mm-hmm. boxing session yesterday on the heavy bag for mm-hmm. about 20 minutes with the mask on. And does it suck? Yeah, it's not fun, but it, it yeah. it's necessary. So what, you know what I mean? We do it until everything opens back up. Um, really, no big deal. So, but um, thanks as always, my brother, for coming on. And Yes, sir. We'll do this again ASAP. But tell the family, <laughs> I said hello and said what's up. Hashtag real talk with Mark Anthony. I am Mark Anthony on TikTok, IG, at real Mark Anthony on Twitter, at Radio K Dog. Grinder. Find him. Dude, Grinder, that's your app. That's yo, that's, <laughs> that's your I'm, I'm going to get you a shirt. I Grinder. <laughs> I was going to say, find me on Grinder. And then going to put your username on the back. That's going to be your new station, <laughs> your new station shirt. <laughs>
1: You can get the, get like a face mask and just put it on there.
0: Put your your username across the front. Man, yeah, K Dog Wild in these streets. All right, we'll tell everyone. I said what's up. We'll catch up soon, brother. I appreciate you, and we'll talk. Peace. Likewise, brother. Bye.